0: So it is the uh, week after Easter, and um, Zach and I are licking um, the exhausted wounds that we have after um, uh, spending uh, several hours in different kinds of worship services and different kinds of planning and all the things that happen during Holy Week, which are always amazing and always a good opportunity to have some good reflection and all those fun things. That's the week after Easter, and there tends to be like this big kind of letdown but uh, Zach and I feel like that um, maybe the church needs to take some time to refocus on what that could mean. And so I think today we're going to talk about a little bit about how we should really handle the Sunday after Easter. So, Zach, um, how do you feel like we should handle the Sunday after Easter? <laughs> well, let me get my soapbox
1: out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it is, you know, the Sunday after Christmas and the Sunday after Easter, which granted Christmas is a little different because... Uh, of other holidays that wrap around it and just travel and things like that. But the Sunday after Easter, I would argue, is one of the most important Sundays of the year because you're coming out of an Easter celebration. um, Really, out of all of Holy Week, from Palm Sunday to Easter, there's a lot going on in the life of the church. There's a lot of different services. Uh, Sometimes we have cantatas, you know, on Palm Sunday and and we add a bunch of music and special things on Easter Sunday, but we also tend to have a lot of people who visit uh, for the first time, whether they're Christmas or Easter people, or you know, it's just that time of the year, and and they wanted to be present in a church. And you know, if we're lucky enough to have visitors return the Sunday after Easter, and we half-ass it and give them a really just not. Decent service. I think we have done uh, done a major disservice to to our church, our congregation, and and the life of what we're called to do um, in in bringing hope, right, in celebrating Easter because we're still in the Easter season, right? There's still a lot going on in the story and in the life of everything, and because we're tired, because we're licking our wounds, because Holy Week is a lot, um, we tend to phone that Sunday in. And I don't think we should. I think we should reclaim that, reclaim the Sunday after Easter um, and, and go give it, give it our all, right? I mean, there shouldn't be any Sunday that we're, that we're halfway doing things, right? But we excuse this one, all right? We, it, it's just widely um, accepted that the Sunday after Easter is going to suck. And it shouldn't because hopefully people are going to come back right? People are going to uh, be excited about what happened Easter, knowing that it's a little different and come to see what a regular service looks like uh, outside of the fanfare and the excitement of what an Easter Sunday is and to be let down uh, and to not have a solid service, to not have a solid space. It, it speaks to the rest of what we do for the rest of the year, right? Um, good or bad. If we come back strong and be like, no, this, we're going to just keep on trucking. Uh, Or if we, we come in with something halfway, those people aren't going to come back. Uh, And frankly, our church people, they may not come back also if we can't, you know, go all out, maybe not go all out. That's not the right thing. But if we can't uh, give it the old college try um, and do something important and meaningful rather than just let's let whoever preach, Let's just do a song and let's go home because we're all tired. Maybe we're not all tired, right? Maybe we're just using excuses.
0: Well, I, uh, I concur and uh, this could, could easily- <laughs> I know, end, I got really soapboxy, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this could easily end the podcast, but I, I, <laughs> I deserve to have um, my right to speak as, as the other co-host of this podcast. Yes, um, sorry. So I, got- so, so I have two cents to add to that. Um, and I and I think it, it goes back to it kind of leans into what you were saying. I think far too often uh I think Easter and Christmas are important uh Sundays. Absolutely. So I'm not gonna absolutely disagree with that one bit. I don't like the terminology that Easters and Christmas are Su- Super Bowl Sundays, that they're the Correct. biggest Sunday of the year. Um, because I think that there are Sundays that we can do that are just as powerful just as important, All Saints Day, um you know World Communion Sunday, um, when you dedicate a building or you know relinquish a debt Sunday, Confirmation Sunday, those are big Sundays too. And there are other seasons too, there are other parts of the seasons that we can lean into as really big Sundays. I think what we need to start stop doing is, um, and this has been a detriment, I think, to the church that they this has just kind of been the mentality is, um, is we can't. We can't let down on that Sunday because uh, the Sunday after those events, because, you know, whatever. I think you always schedule something um, special that Sunday after. So, way one, it entices people to come back, it makes it special, um, it can be, even build more momentum or, you know, whatever. So, find a way like, you know, after Christmas, uh, the Sunday after Christmas, if there is one, we always do a really, you know, a Christmas hymn sing that everybody wants to sing, you know, that they get to sing those hymns that they didn't get to sing or want to sing and, and that sort of thing. Uh, this Sunday after Easter, this year, we're doing our Confirmation Sunday, and then we're also... Uh, it just happens to coincide with our, uh, mortgage debt burning party. And so like, we're going to have a, it's a big Sunday in some ways, and it could be even compared as big, if not bigger, uh, than, uh, what's happened, um, yes, last week, um, And it is the second Sunday of Easter, like it's the second Mm -hmm. Sunday after Easter, and that's the Sunday, you know, we, there are several Sundays after Easter that we remember the resurrection, you know, what happens post resurrection, and I think those are just as important, because that's the witness to the resurrection, to how we get where we are today. And those are just as important. I mean, I think you could do a whole sermon series on, you know, thoughts after the resurrection. If you need one, I know it'll be Thursday by the time this comes out. If you haven't picked out your sermon by Sunday, you really need to get on the ball and do that. Um, Or if you're (laughs) listening Saturday night and you're trying to figure out what to to preach on Sunday morning, just find one of the post-resurrection experiences and go there and you'll be fine. And I think that that's where um, poor planning leads to piss poor effort. Mm -hmm. And you have to, the Sundays after are are key to get people to come back, um, do something fun, do something special, you know, like something that will connect people back into your congregation so that, you know, maybe when, uh, after your service, they can decide that maybe this is something they want to come back to because you're doing something cool the Sunday after. But if you're just like, oh, it's a low Sunday, so next Sunday we're going to have, you know, uh, we're just going to do this thing and, and nobody, you know, just don't worry about it. It's not going to be an important Sunday. Every Sunday is important. Um, right. And I think right. that that's a mentality we have to take. Um, and yeah. we just
1: don't. Absolutely. And, and I do, I think you're right. We, we write it off as well. It's the lowest attended Sunday of the year. Well, maybe it's because we suck on that Sunday, right? Yeah. Maybe it's because we've asked that half asked it for long enough and shown people that it's not important. Uh, and that we don't care if they're there or not and instead let's let's reclaim reclaim it and retake it and actually do something significant and meaningful uh on that sunday i think it's huge um and i get it we're we're all freaking tired right but who cares let's let's do the thing um and i'm glad you picked up my soapbox
0: (laughs) well i mean you know it's important i i really like if if we could legally do it i'd have the wa- wa- ron swanson like picture and the quote of you know <laughs> uh you know don't half ass two things whole ass one thing whole ass one thing yeah <laughs> uh, i would much rather us whole ass worship every sunday right. th- no matter how tired we are and no matter what's going on throughout the week because that's how people um uh you know I think that's where the church has gone wrong we've we've whole asked a lot of things half asked a lot of things and um we've never whole asked it's been a long time since we've really whole asked anything and there are churches that are like right. i'm not sure. and you know i think that's one thing i definitely fight is trying to get our church to to not just go through the motions but to to take it seriously that every experience is important yeah. and, and i it, think that's what it is
1: right there it's the difference between going through the motions and, and intentionally creating something meaningful, right? Um, if we look at worship any Sunday of the year and it's just going through the motions to get to the next one, we, we've already failed. Yeah. Um, and it's not about failing and succeeding, right? But we're not bringing the gospel in the way we're called to.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's, um, I think that's key to what we do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a good challenge for us. I think that's something to reflect on and to be excited for and, um, move, definitely move forward to. Um, and so, you know, uh, think about that, you know, here it is, it's by the time this will come out, it'll be Thursday. So, you know, what are some things you can do in your congregation to make things better, um, to have a good experience post Easter, um, those sort of things. Um, I, th- I think that that's key. And so, you know, uh, if you have ideas, share them with us, uh, on our website at beardedtheologians.com. You can connect with us that way. Um, or if there's something that, um, you know, you've got questions about or, Hey, Matt and Zach, how have you handled that? You know, we'd be glad to, to share that with you. Um, you know, we could spend hours talking about what to do, um, following the Sunday after Easter, but I think, um, you know, just having a collaborative effort, um, with your worship teams will be, um, the best thing to do. And so, you know, consider doing that. And so, you know, for, um, Zach, do you have anything to, to bring us so close with? And just rock and roll this weekend.
1: Uh, have have fun, and um, create something
0: meaningful for your people. I mean, I'm getting ready. I get to light a fire in the church and uh, um, a controlled burn. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm, gonna the light of, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to light i am I'm gonna I'm gonna put some fire uh, in the church. Play with it's fire. Kind of uh, it's always fun when you get to do that, not on Pentecost. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really excited about our our debt burning. I uh, think for a lot of reasons, but um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. So, you know, check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Uh, we hope you have a good week. And for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumb, push that thumbs up.